our lens is viewed as one that's trusted, objective, and fair. From Ray and Associates Studio, this is Unsuitable, a management and financial services podcast for entrepreneurs, tenured business leaders, and others who are ready to look beyond the suit and tie culture for meaningful, measurable results. I'm Doug Hauser. On this weekly podcast, thought leaders and business professionals break down complicated and mundane topics and give you the tips and insight you actually need to grow as a leader while helping your organization to grow and thrive. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss future episodes. And if you want access to even more information, show notes, and exclusive content, please visit our website at www.raycpa.com slash podcast and sign up for updates. Ray and Associates continues to advocate alongside the Ohio Society of CPAs to help build a better business climate throughout the state. In fact, because Ohio Society members work closely with the majority of businesses statewide, the society is often tapped for its holistic insight into the business community. I'm looking forward to having Scott Wiley, the Ohio Society's Executive Director, with us on this episode of Unsuitable. Since joining the Ohio Society in in 2013, Scott has made huge strides in his effort to strengthen the organization and its mission of promoting stronger businesses and a better regulatory environment throughout the state. In doing so, he continues to help make the Buckeye State more competitive through the promotion of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Today, we will learn how the Ohio Society is furthering its mission over the next year and beyond. Welcome to Unsuitable, Scott. Thanks, Doug. It's great to be back, and I'm looking forward to our discussion. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time today. And um, as, a, as a longtime member of the Ohio Society CPAs, I appreciate to advocate for, uh, for all the businesses in the state, as, as was indicated, ultimately, through the Ohio Society and its members, you know, you touch darn near every business in the state, right? Well, uh, certainly we try to, you know, and CPAs make that a lot easier for us. You know, as Ohio and certainly America's most trusted business advisors, CPAs are called on to do lots of things for lots of clients. And we like to think of ourselves as the most trusted advisors to those most trusted advisors. I I love that. I I agree. Having been, uh, on the other side of the table myself and, and been in financial services and, and banking and other areas. I mean, uh, there's a reason that CPAs over the years have, have earned that respect, certainly. So absolutely, that's yep. great. So talk a little bit about, you know, obviously uh, a year ago, we were hit with this pandemic, which nobody saw coming. And, um, you know, what the Ohio Society quickly did to help bring resources to bear for businesses in this state and to try to help advocate for, for business relief. Talk about how, how the society was involved in, in a lot of that, what you continue to do. Sure. Well, Doug, you know, really Ohio businesses are just beginning to emerge from this unprecedented and quite frankly, disruptive year that the pandemic brought and our members, particularly, you know, including the valued guidance that you and the team at Rain Associates have provided your clients and those you serve, our people stepped up to help advise key legislators and policymakers on what would be the most impactful things to do to keep the doors open and people employed 
quite frankly, because CPAs across our state work with, you know, as I said, literally every type of business from the smallest of the small to the largest of the large. And CPAs, including those at Rain Associates, provided, you know, incredible guidance, uh, very valuable guidance, if you will, to help businesses as they were not just finding their way forward, but really as they're reimagining their business and operational models, certainly so they can remain viable during the period of uncertainty, but so they can thrive as we come out of this period of uncertainty. Yeah. But, you know, I think a couple things really come to light for me. You know, the Ohio Society and our members secured a number of pro-business legislative and regulatory wins. You know, and these initiatives were designed to create a stronger business climate and a better regulatory environment. You know, just in these last few weeks, we've spearheaded efforts as it relates to tax conformity. You know, and so the bill that just was passed in Ohio will allow deductibility of expenses from the Paycheck Protection Program, or PPP. It will allow for the exclusion of the 2020 Bureau of Workers' Compensation refunds and dividends from the BWC. And yeah, yeah. those those will be excluded from the CAT. Uh, right, so that's from the brilliant. CAT tax. And we also were able to get the exclusion for the PPP second draw loans from the CAT, as well as to reduce the pastor and withholding rates. Yeah, so we know those issues, you know, any one of them taken alone may not seem like a big deal. But when you look across the, the volume of Ohio businesses, these are going to make a significant impact on people's opportunities to stay employed, to keep people working, and really to reinvest in their business as they find their way forward. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so hugely important. I think people, you know, were so focused on some of the, the federal programs, such as you mentioned, PPP and all that, they they forget about the impact at the uh, at the state level as well in terms of potential tax impact or how maybe uh, relief dollars that are allocated to either states or or counties uh, can be you know taken advantage of, and then how they're treated from a tax perspective. So, how much you know? Uh, how much of of your time or, or the society's time is spent trying to educate those those legislators at at a, say a state or or even perhaps even local level about all those types of issues? Is it a pretty significant amount? It is. You know, a big part of our advocacy focus is helping policymakers and legislators and other key influencers understand the whole of the issue. One of the unique opportunities that we have at the Ohio Society of CPAs, by virtue of the profession we represent, is that our lens is viewed as one that's trusted, objective, and fair. And that's because of who we represent, CPAs, and how they're viewed as being of high integrity, of understanding the complexities in that surround the issue and not just a one-sided view. Certainly, we have a perspective. We have an agenda, an advocacy agenda we're trying to advance. But because we can come in and walk through on the volume of the issues and help folks understand all the sides, it really affords us a, a level of trust to come in and help those legislators and policymakers understand, but then for them to ask the natural question, which follows, which is, well, what do you think we should do? Let me give you an example. Yeah, I'd be uh, love to hear that. Early on in the pandemic, you know, uh, the business community um, 
was able to move um, some easier than others, their people uh, to a remote work environment. Mm -hmm. And depending on the nature of the business, others needed to get back into their work environment. Uh, Think manufacturers, for an example, um, or those who make a product or have to be together to deliver a service. Um, And they needed to get back into their work environment. And, you know, there were some complexities associated with that. Once we had some of the health issues better understood, you know, PPE and distancing and sanitation issues, we really had to think through with those policymakers what those complexities were. And we were able to help secure pandemic-related qualified immunity protection for businesses as well as healthcare organizations you know, in Ohio earlier than most states in the nation. And we were able to do that by demonstrating what those complexities were and how we could navigate them. And I think that really helped Ohio and it positioned our state and the economy in our state as able to rebound quicker and find its way forward. And just today, you know, saw an article uh, that talked about some of these quote unquote second tier or more Midwestern cities, which are poised for a bigger, stronger comeback before some of these perceived tier one major metro areas. You know, another area was on a broader scale, trying to help the legislature understand some of the issues regarding municipal income tax withholding. Mm -hmm. Early on, uh, the bill that was passed last year, House Bill 197, there was a clause in there that allowed for employers to be able to withhold at their principal place of business so they didn't have to deal with the of withholding everywhere. Well, that was meant to ease the burden on employers. It's not meant to disadvantage their employees or hardworking, taxpaying Ohioans from being able to get a refund. And as you well know, many people have been working outside of their principal place of works uh, location at home, in a suburb, maybe at another location. And so now we've got Ohioans who are due a tax refund and helping legislators understand the impact of that. As we hear a number of cities threaten to say, well, we're not going to issue refunds. And now we've got Ohioans who are uh, likely to see a system of double taxation because if the city where they work uh, or usually work won't give you a tax refund and they're getting taxed where they are working, you know, so We've got to work through that. And we're we're doing that with the legislature and the governor, but it takes a degree of trust and certainly us bringing our people to the table to help folks understand the myriad of issues surrounding these. Yeah, and that's such a complex issue because you look at it from the other side, the large municipalities, particularly, you know, large cities can't afford to not have that employee base um, paying those taxes. But yet you don't want to, as you mentioned, you don't want to penalize individuals and, and sort of force them to, double dip in terms of paying those taxes. So you got to have some solution that's that's fair to to both sides. It's certainly not not an easy thing. Uh, I, I think that's the benefit of that society has is that you represent, you know, CPAs that firms that deal with all kinds of businesses throughout the state. It's not specific to any one industry or or even any one size type of business. You get this broad spectrum of uh, information and feedback that you can provide that I think is very useful to legislators when they're trying to make those decisions. In, in other words, it's less, you know, it, it's less tainted of a of a viewpoint. 
Absolutely. You know, and I think that that muni tax issue, that's a great point you make. And we don't want to see Ohio cities crumble, but we also want to make sure we're being fair and reasonable. So we've done our part to support the efforts with our congressional delegation to get the state and those municipalities the federal funding they're now going to receive. And many of those municipalities are going to receive federal funding equal to their annual budget. So, you know, we've done the legwork to make sure we're trying to get this right. It's not easy, but just like many Ohio businesses in this last year have been forced to rethink their own models, we know this pandemic also presents an opportunity and that's to rethink how we do business, even at the government level, how we fund that government business, and really to make sure it's returning the level of value and investment to its consumer and its users that those users and consumers will now demand in a completely new and different world. Yeah. And and talk a little bit more about that if you can, uh, Scott, in terms of kind of rethinking the, the the typical business environment or rethinking business as usual, if you were, and what what uh, some of the topics that you're approaching uh, the the legislature and and your constituents in that regard. Well, and I think this is really the important part for your listeners and others to understand about the great value of working with the team at Rain Associates and CPAs in general. It's not just that these are advisors who understand the complexities of your business and can help you be successful and find your way back. These are counselors who can help you find your way forward. And I think we've all got to get our arms around. It's not about going back to where we were in, so to speak, 2019. You know, 2020 was as much about what we anticipated 2025 to be five years later and realizing that time is now. So certainly as I talk with our members around the state and and hear what they're speaking with their clients and customers about, there's some critical issues that we know that are out there. The investments in the technology and certainly that are underpinning the strategy for those businesses going forward, that's not going away. That's been accelerated. So the conversations we're having at the state level to support the efforts that the Lieutenant Governor John Husted is leaving, particularly in this technology area, you have to make sure that all parts of our state have access to broadband, even the most rural, even the most underserved, because we realized in a new economy, having that access is critical and a must. What's happening in our state to attract more venture capital investment? Mm -hmm. What are we doing to position Ohio as a place that's not just uh, doesn't have just a strong manufacturing economy, but one that's repurposed for the next centuries of investment and how we are deploying that, you know, in the areas of autonomous vehicle and electric battery powered vehicle in places like Lordstown. And so how are CPAs helping those businesses find that way forward? And then still, when you think about the workforce we have. You know, one of the things that people aren't talking about that people need to better understand is Ohio. Ohio, one of the states that typically sees a great brain drain, was one of the biggest state beneficiaries of migration in this last year of any state in the nation, right? And so we had students who had gone home, gone to other colleges out of state, returning home to learn. We had people who were working in other locations 
choose to relocate back to Ohio to do that work, many of whom are going to be able to continue to stay that way. These are high-skill wage earners who are now back here contributing to the development of our economy. So there are opportunities that our state has realized. Certainly, there's been pain points. But we're trying to help policymakers. We're trying to help businesses understand these issues so they can pivot and make opportunity happen, given their business plans, given their strategies, and given where they see their next opportunity rising. Yeah, I think that's that's tremendous. And I know, you know, when I talk to some of the economic development folks uh, around the state, you know, whether it's through, uh, you know, Jobs Ohio or One Columbus or any of those, mm-hmm. they echo a lot of those same sentiments. And and it's it really, we have a, a unique opportunity right now to take advantage of, you know, this disruption that's happened because it has placed uh, some of the things that Ohio has to offer really at a, at a competitive advantage. So it's it's an exciting time to to hopefully capture some of that uh, opportunity going forward. So. Yeah. Well, Doug, if I could, I just want to tout, we just launched a workforce development initiative that I'm really proud we're partnering with Franklin University on. And this is not just an area where it's focused on the next generation of talent. It's also the current generation. And it's really focused on how can we bridge that skills gap and enhance those essential skills needed for, you know, we're focusing on a accounting and finance professionals, but really it's a part of a broader strategy to make sure Ohio's workforce has the tools it will need to compete in the next generation. And this is as much about ensuring the next generation has and develops those skills as it is that the current workforce is getting upskilled. And I think this is a really critical point that Ohio needs to take the lead on. That next economy is here now, and there are things that the business community can be doing to get ready for it. And we're contributing yeah. to that. Yeah, so well said. Hey, Scott, before we uh, close out, I know um, I, I want to talk a little bit about uh, diversity uh, and inclusiveness and, and, and those types of things and what initiatives the Ohio Society has underway or is, is a part of to, to help further that. Yeah, I, I think, you know, it's, it can't, I can't say it strongly enough. Diversity, equity, inclusivity, you know, accessibility, these are important elements of what we can do to make our state more competitive. You know, a number of studies have shown that. I won't recite them all here. People have heard these stats, but we're focused on a number of talent management initiatives as well as advocacy efforts aimed at helping businesses create workplaces where their people can bring the best, their best selves to work and that provide opportunities to grow and develop. So we're part of a broader coalition of businesses. The Ohio Business Competes, it's a nonpartisan coalition that's committed to achieving non-discrimination policies at the state level in order to attract and keep the best talent, both from a business-to-business, business-to-consumer relationships and to grow our economy. We've initiated efforts to expand anti-discrimination laws, including gender preference and sexual orientation under the list of protected classes. Uh, We're working on public policy efforts that focus on ending racism, which is designed uh, to really make sure that we're understanding how it impacts business. Um, We're developing programs and resources to help businesses advance their own understanding and implementation. You know, let me be the first person to say, these are difficult conversations. People come at them from all different places, and that is okay. No one person, no one organization has gotten it figured out. We certainly don't, and I definitely don't. It's okay to say, 
Let me meet you where you are. We've developed a program, Crossing Bridges, that we offer virtually. It focuses on topics related to diversity, equity, inclusion, and it's designed to bring awareness but also action related to how do we become a more diverse and inclusive workplace culture. We're offering firms and businesses culture assessments and training programs, uh, as well as consulting services if needed to assist them on their own journey. At the end of the day, what's important here is no one is where they need or want to be. No one. Yeah. And yeah. we've got a role to play to help folks get there and to do it in a way that meets them where they are, and says that's okay to a place to be, but let's talk about where you want to get to and help you find the steps to take. And I'm proud of that work. It's something we're just getting started on. And I'm really proud that this profession continue, continues to lead from the front in this effort. Yeah, that's awesome. So well said. And we've got certainly, as you suggested, a lot of work to do, but uh, you know, you've got to take the first step somewhere and that's, that's what it's about. And Certainly appreciate the, the society's involvement and advocacy uh, across all of these issues. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, we're certainly proud to be supporters of, of the Ohio Society, and I myself am proud to be a member. So thank you for, for all. Thank that. you. Yeah, we look forward to having you on again uh, sometime soon, Scott, and, and uh, getting an update. I, I think this is great information for all of our, our business owners out there. So thanks again. Doug, thanks for having me and thanks for all you and the team at Rain Associates do to make our work that much easier and certainly to make our state that much stronger. Appreciate that. And uh, if you want more business tips and insight or to hear previous episodes of Unsuitable, visit our podcast page at www.raycpa.com slash podcast. And while you're there, sign up for exclusive content and show notes. Thanks for listening to this week's show. Be sure to subscribe to Unsuitable on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening to us right now, including YouTube. I'm Doug Hauser. Join us next week for another Unsuitable interview from an industry professional. The views expressed on Unsuitable on Ray Radio are our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of Ray & Associates. The podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to replace the professional advice you would receive elsewhere. Consult with a trusted advisor about your unique situation so they can expertly guide you to the best solution for your specific circumstance. 